Hello and welcome to Dam Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my Cute Mental Neuroses. See how much slower I'm talking than last week? I don't have five minutes to get through this. I mean, I would say I didn't manage my time this morning very well. I decided to sleep in for a couple hours because I stayed up late yesterday doing laundry and watching Pacific Rim 2. Why did they make that? I'm not asking. I think that should have been the subtitle. So let's get right into the list. We, uh, wow. Let's get right into the list. You cannot see. Um, Hip-hop and rap redo, it says. Um, I got the list, and I will go through in a little bit more uh, detail. Not a whole lot more, though. Um, like I said two weeks ago, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. And as I said uh, last week, I didn't have a lot of time to spend on it to begin with. Um, Public Enemy, Fear of the Black Planet, a fantastic album. I think I got introduced to Public Enemy through them doing... Oh shit, no, I can't think of the name. Bring the Noise? Yeah, that sounds right. Bring the Noise uh, with Anthrax. Uh, I was a huge thrash metal kid. I got with the punkers and the metalheads, so I got into Anthrax pretty early. But them doing Bring the Noise with... Public Enemy was probably my first introduction and was just floored, you know, by the line where it says, where Chuck D says, you know, Farrakhan's a brother that I think you want to listen to. What you gonna do? Okay, I'm not gonna keep going, but, um, and I ended up getting, like, you know, Fear the Black Planet and was just blown away um, by how more articulate um, and political they were. I mean, yeah, you could say NWA was political and they certainly were, but um, I think the the word choices, the, the articulation, the verbosity um, of Chuck D was just too much to ignore. Um, next, Sweatshop Union, specifically Natural Progression. Their um, first album self-titled, their third album self-titled is really good as well. But Sweatshop Union Natural Progression was the first album I heard from them. And that was, I had a friend, Michael, who um, had me listening to Atmosphere, which, which is next on the list. And he was like, oh man, if you like Atmosphere, check out Sweatshop Union. It's kind of like the um, backpack rap or hip-hop uh, equivalent of Wu-Tang. And I was like, fuck it. You had me at hip-hop and Wu-Tang. They are smart, funny, uh, excellent beats. Uh, I cannot recommend Sweatshop Union enough. Whenever someone's talking to me about hip-hop or rap, I bring them up. And they go, who? And I go, and I will always have them listen to at least one or two tracks off of um, Natural Progression or the album after that, which I believe is self-titled, I think. Uh, next, Atmosphere. Atmosphere? Good. Atmosphere, Seven's Travels. Probably one of the more popular of his. I think I put it on there for sheer just, here's the first CD I listened to him and there you go. Um, I can't imagine how much fun we're having. I think it's the album before that. And I like that one a little bit more, but Pound for Pound, Seventh Travel, almost every song is amazing. Uh, once again, backpack rap, underground hip-hop. He came out of Denver and Minneapolis, uh, built a rap scene out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, started, uh, co-started his label, Rhyme Slayers, uh, and it ended up with uh, Brother Ali, Idea. There's a whole bunch of people on there. Atmosphere, of course. Um, and just fantastic, kind of a very, like, West Coast punk 
mentality of having fun and it doesn't necessarily have to always be down. Like, hip-hop can be fun. Um, that's part of why I think it's different than rap. I think rap tends to be more about hoes and bros and, and shootings and all that kind of stuff. And I, that's generalizing, and I know that. But I think hip-hop is always on... It can be on the lighter side, can be on the... Um, I think less gritty side. I think it's still, they can both say the same message, but in a different way. And I think putting a positive spin on a bad situation, I think makes it easier to understand, easier to surmount. You go, look, it's bad, but there's a solution or there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I much prefer that to the kind of existential ennui you get from uh, rap and gangster rap. Danger Doom, The Mouse and the Mask. This is one that I heard... I heard MF Doom on through Adult Swim, um, on on Cartoon Network, through Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They put out they had um they'd put out uh, a remix of his album and had he had sampled a bunch of stuff from Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Steel Lab Twenty Twenty One, and of course as a nerd I was like I'm in, and then listened to him and I was like holy shit this guy's fucking rad. And uh, Danger Doom, it's the producer Danger Mouse who you might know from Gnarls Barkley. And then MF Doom, who's an underground rapper. And he raps in, like, couplets. It's really cool the way uh, his rhythm, uh, vocal rhythm, verbal rhythm kind of works. I think that's what drew my uh, drew my attention to him. So check out uh, Mouse in the Mask. The remix of that is really good. And then he did uh, an album with, um, I want to say Adlib from Blackalicious. That was uh, really, really good as well. Uh, another group that we've talked about already before, Wu-Tang Clan, ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, this was the album in suburban white peopleville that you bought and your parents were like, whoa, 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 hold on, you might be a deviant. Wu-Tang Clan, 36 Chambers, um, Enter the Wu-Tang Clan. This was a game changer. I had not really heard like um, a rap collective before this, and to have like eight members with very distinctive styles, very distinctive tones, very distinctive personalities, that and to have a rap collective influenced by kung like old school kung fu movies, there's nothing about that I don't like. So thus, Wu Tang Clan, Thirty Six Chambers, Blacklicious, Blazing Arrow was another one that my friend Michael. Uh, put put me on to, and I was just floored. Early Blacklicious, you've got Adlib uh, as the DJ. You've got Gift of Gab, who's one of the best rappers, hands down, ever. I don't care about Eminem's rap god. I don't. Sorry. Chemical Calisthenics, A to Z, the guy raps alphabetically? Who does that shit? Gnarls Barkley, St. Elsewhere, their first album. And, you know, push comes to shove, I'd say it's hip-hop. But it is very pop, very easily accessible. But man, see, the combination of CeeLo and Danger Mouse just cannot be denied. And that's the only reason it's on there. It can't be denied. Um, I mean, Crazy, obviously it's their biggest hit. But uh, the rest of that album is solid. Like, ridiculously solid. Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique. Probably the most well-known older album. I don't know how much I skateboarded to that album. I have no idea lost count of like count, literally countless hours of skateboarding to Paul's boutique uh, and check your head 
So, I mean, hugely influential and just having so much fun and, and the memories of going around to different skate parks and skate sites um, and just being in that, you know, punk rock skate scene and hearing Beastie Boys and going, wow, three white Jewish guys from New York just changed the rap game. Once again, whoa, mind-blowing. Speaking of white people that changed the game, well, I hate to admit it, yes, I was a juggalo. Um, so I had to put at least one thing from Psychopathic Records on this, and I had to pick the one album by Insane Clown Posse, or ICP, that is probably still, I would consider, a guilty pleasure, which is Riddlebox. Pound for Pound, I think it's more pure of a message than Malenko. I think Malenko was a bit more uh, commercial. I think it was made to shock, made to sell albums, whereas I think Riddlebox seems like still a... Um, a passion play. I think it still feels like something they really put their heart and souls into before the money and the popularity really hit. So, and it's still, it's still, there's still songs that make me laugh. That one that mentions Nell Carter, for fuck's sake. They mentioned Nell Carter. Um, and then lastly, Childish Gambino, because of the internet. Um, this one was a bit more lighthearted. I know a lot of people know him now from the This Is America song and video. The first Childish Gambino song I heard, and I got into Childish Gambino or Donald Glover through Community by Dan Harmon, which is a television show. He played Troy. And when he left, I was like, wow, he's leaving like a hit show. This is weird. And uh, he left to go win Grammys as Childish Gambino and Emmys with Atlanta. So good on you, mate. And of course, do the amazing This Is America video that, that Deb and I talked about when it came out on No Applause, Just the Clap. But man, uh, hearing three, uh, the song 3005, I was just blown away by the guy. He raps up, like, about like with pop culture references and raps about hanging out with Tina Fey. Like, no one can do that. Um, of course, my favorite line from him is still, Girl, why you lying? Girl, why you Mufasa? So um, I think that alone got me into him also that he got his uh rap name from a wu-tang uh wu-tang clan name generator and we just went yep that's my rap name and that is such a donald glover thing to do that it's fantastic that alone i was like i'll listen to it but like i had no idea that it was like legitimate rap i thought it was going to be like a fun vanity project that he did and he wasn't going to be very good and it's like oh this is gonna be like the macho man randy savage rap album okay and then it was like oh no he got skills to pay them automobiles, if I may be so bold. Childish Gambino, goddamn. It's one of the newer ones, uh, you know, one of the most recent albums on the list, but uh, hugely influential. Uh, that's that's it for that. See, I mean, I spent, eh, I might have to, you know, not wrap up early, but slam through the rest of it. Um, Fire of Doing, I was going to jump to different hosting with, uh, I was going to jump from podcast.com to Anchor FM, and then it turns out because of how podcast.com is set up. I can't easily redirect the RSS site. And Anchor FM has not been updating the RSS feed that I've given it for just no applause, just the clap. So I'm still kind of poking around Anchor FM. Um, I, I think it's a great tool, um, but I don't think it's going to be our hosting platform. Life things, um, I have been busy with everything in the situation, which I will get to uh, shortly. But I have been getting a bunch of stuff done. Yesterday, I got out of the day job, and I wrote in Kathy Hammond. I did my um, system backup for June. 
I worked on um, a Mighty Fine Cup of Spiders logo and then realized I hadn't even thought of a font for it. And I'm not saying that as I get closer, the show's going to change. Um, but the more I work on it, the more I'm kind of leaning that way. We'll see. It won't be, you know, so sudden as like that, like weird, like two week pivot that Nerdist into ID10T did. Um, it won't be anything like that. I had plenty of time to adjust to a new format. Or I might just say fuck it and uh, blow the whole thing up and just start anew. God, that would be weird, wouldn't it? I'd probably keep it on the same RSS, though. And I would go, you know, rip, damn. Oh, why didn't I bring up damn for the acronym episode of Mr. Right? God damn it. I cannot believe I just did that. Um. Anyway, I've been getting a bunch of stuff done. Speaking of getting stuff done, I did finish my community service, which gives me my Tuesdays back, which is my Sundays. Um, it's nice. I mean, this Sunday, I've got a ton of stuff. I've got to fix my mom's computer and help her with some yard work and um, work on a bunch of stuff for the network and myself. Just stuff i got to sit down and do, like clean my computer and stuff like that. But it's going to be nice having a day back for that. Um, and then I've only got, I think, three or four of my therapy classes left. And then that'll be that. And then I've got a meeting with the PO in July, middle of July. And um, I'm hoping to go down to like minimum threat level, since I'm a minimum threat to begin with, um, and start moving towards normalcy again. And then I start looking at, you know, um, saving up for possibly a car and a new domicile and stuff like that and really putting my life back together. And then, and then maybe once that's all settled... Uh, maybe a lady. Maybe. I don't know. I, I seem to be do, I seem to do great on my own. So maybe I'll just get a cactus. It's less prickly than some of the girls I've dated. Lastly, I have been getting emails from Denver Comic Con. Our pa uh, badges will be mailed as of recording tomorrow. So I should have them by the end of the week. Um, they've released their app, but not their full programming schedule. So... I will be bugging Deb that I'm like, hey, 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 it's the 4th, and this thing's on the 15th, and we have, you know, a week and a half, and we have to do everything now, uh, and she's going to go calm the fuck down, Dylan. So, um, it's from a meme that someone showed me. Don't worry about it. I might find it and post it later, just so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so um, I've already started kind of like uh, uh, earmarking some of the panels I'm going to go to on Friday. Um, of course, I've got to figure out the early check-in. Um, I'll, you know, I might just call the hotel this week and say like, what's your early check-in time? Uh, or maybe I'll do a mobile check-in and try to get down there early. So yeah, so I mean, I've got a lot of legwork to get done and, uh, and some post, post edit notes to put into, uh, Mr. Wright. So that's it. Uh, that's the list you cannot see. Uh, and then next episode I'll have all new content as per usual. Uh, and hopefully not speak for like five minutes, and then this one's going on for almost 20. So, I mean, split the difference. You got two relatively full-length episodes. So from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, these have been my Cute Mental Neuroses uh, rap edition, uh, sort of uh, getting back on track edition, uh, Dumb's Community Service edition. Uh, that's it for the editions. Good night, Internet.
If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.